It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Day 17, Managing Your Third Parties. The building blocks of any compliance program lay the foundation for our best practices compliance program. For instance, in the life cycle management of third parties, most compliance practitioners understand the need for a business justification questionnaire, due diligence evaluation, and compliance terms and conditions in the contract. However, as many companies mature in their compliance program, the issue of third-party management has become even more important. It is the one where the rubber meets the road in operationalizing compliance. It is also the area the DOJ specifically articulated in the 2020 update that companies need to consider. The DOJ posed several different categories of questions, including risk-based and integrated processes, appropriate controls, management of the relationship, real consequences and actions, and others. The key to having a strategic approach to how you structure and manage your third-party relationships This may mean more closely partnering with your third parties to help manage the anti-corruption compliance risk. It would certainly lead towards enabling your company control risk while optimizing the performance of your third parties. So what are some of the things you can do? Amalgamate third parties but have fallbacks. It is incumbent to consolidate your third-party relationship to a smaller number to more fully operationalize your compliance program. This will make the entire life cycle management of third parties easier. However, a company must not over-consolidate by going down to a single source. Two, monitor any subcontracted work. If there is one area that requires an appropriate level of contract management, this is it. If your direct contracting parties has the right or will need to subcontract some work out, you need to have visibility into this from the compliance perspective. You will need to require and monitor your direct third-party relationships. Uh, Relationship has approved compliance terms and conditions. In other words, You must require trust, then verify. Legal protections. This is where your compliance terms and conditions come into play. Considering full indemnity if your third party violates the FCPA and your company is dragged into an investigation because of the third party's actions. Such an indemnity may not be worth too much, but if you do not have one, you will literally have no chance to recoup any of your legal or investigative costs. Another important clause is that any FCPA violation is a material breach of contract. This means you can legally, under the terms of the contract, terminate immediately with no requirement for notice and cure. Next, keep track of your third party's financial stability. This is one area that if you're not used, that is not usually discussed in the compliance arena around third parties, but it would seem almost self-evident. You can certainly imagine the disruption that would occur if your prime third-party supplier in a country or region went bankrupt, but in the compliance realm, there is another untoward red flag which is raised in such circumstances. Those third parties under financial pressure may be more easily persuaded to engage in bribery and corruption than third parties that stand on a more solid financial footing. You can do this by the simple requirement that your third party provide annual audited financial statements. Next, formalize incentives for third party performance. One of the key elements of any third party contract is compensation. Commission rate is too high, it could create a very large pool of money that can be used to pay bribes. It is mandatory that your company link any commission or payment to the performance of the third party. If you have a long-term stable relationship 
with a third party, then you can tie compensation into that long-term performance, specifically including long-term compliance performance. This requires a third party to put skin in the game so that you have vested financial interest in getting things done. By linking contractual compensation to performance, there should be an increase in third-party performance. This is especially valuable when you agree upon key performance indicating indicators or metrics which can be accurately tracked. Next, auditing your third parties. Critical to any best practices compliance program and an important tool in operationalizing your compliance program is the key manner which your company can manage the relationship after the contract is signed and which the government will inspect you to engage in going forward. Document review and selection is important for your process. You should ask for as much electronic information as possible as well in advance of your audit. Request the following categories of documents, charts of accounts, trial balances, financial statements, etc. Managing your third parties is where the rubber meets the road in your overall third-party risk management program. You must execute on this task. Even if you successfully navigate the first four steps in your third-party risk management program, those in reality are the easy steps. Managing the relationship is where the real work begins. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, have a strategic approach approach to third-party risk management. Number two, rank third parties based on a variety of factors, including compliance and business performance, length of the relationship, and benchmarking metrics. Number three, managing the relationship is where the real work begins and what you will have to do going forward. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. I hope you will join me for the entire month of January where I take a look at some of the significant changes in compliance and FCPA enforcement which occurred in 2020 and will help inform your compliance program going forward into 2021 and indeed beyond. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.